You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the show. Welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm Jamie Bronstein, your host, and today I have with me Ginger Bort. Hello, Jamie. So happy to be here. So happy to have you. Thanks, welcome to the show. Thank you very, very much. So today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. So Ginger wrote a cookbook, but she also used to be in the fashion industry, and she also has a very loving, passionate relationship with her husband. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so we're going to get into that to inspire our viewers. And she has two wonderful daughters also. And you talk a lot in this book, in this cookbook, about love mm-hmm. and family and how cooking is love but we're going to get into that the title is ginger's family style cookbook yes and if you just want to tell them a little bit about the cookbook while i get this next visual aid Mm -hmm. maybe about like how you started well it obviously uh became a um labor of love and the reason I say that is because my daughters were going away to college and uh, they wanted some of my recipes to take with them or they would call me all the time and say, Mom, what do I do here? What do I do there? Blah, blah, blah. Because they had such fond memories of great meals, good holidays, fun times being in the kitchen together and really me balancing my professional life with my home life. Plus, as a little sidebar, my husband is an excellent barbecuer so I would always organize the you know the holidays and he would barbecue but I would do all the sides and the kids really did help so now I'm planning this um, to give them the recipes I started a spiral notebook and it just went from you know it just got bigger and I used to take my pictures on my Blackberry now all of a sudden of course we all have iPhones and you know what it became something that um, as someone who looks at trends, I really started seeing that I would like to create a community that helped create um, or helped mothers and fathers develop more family meals with their children. Mm. So began one way, now it's become a bigger picture and I'm really enjoying helping to build this community and the rest is starting to be history. (laughs) It's kind of moving along pretty fast. I love it. Well, just from sitting here with you and just for, with talking with you over the past few months about this show and just getting to know you, it seems like you are very passionate about this work. That it just seems like, and I, I, I feel like it's wonderful when people have this, this desire to cook and it's not just cooking, but it seems like it's, It's you showing your family that you love them. Yes, exactly. And you know, seriously, um, I think it did become, at first it was because I loved my husband and I wanted to make sure that he enjoyed my cooking. And then we would, before the children, we would cook, we'd be in New York or something. And what was really funny is I was a, I was kind of a geographical cook because my recipes were great in Los Angeles, but then he was in New York. So I'd have to go there and try to figure out what I would use there. So that became good because then I started becoming more creative or, um, you know, it just was another challenge. But the cooking... Um, when I would come home, put a good dinner on the table for the kids and make sure that we sat and we were with our children. You know, Jamie, 
a lot of people aren't with their children and that is another thing I think this is a little bit of uh, a parenting tool mm. and I kind of I really want to encourage um, better parenting today I think we've kind of stopped that yeah well families get busy and then it doesn't happen and I know growing up we had mandatory dinners we had family exactly. dinners my mom made us go around the table to talk about our day oh, we didn't want to but we did and yeah. looking back it was lovely and I just know that in, with the hustle and bustle a lot of families don't do that these days so it's so great that you're bringing it back I want to I want to encourage family meals I want to encourage the family disconnecting from the outside world and sitting down and connecting with each other with your loved ones with your children that if you're not connecting from the age of you know from when they're born of course they're sitting around the table more about four and five but you know if you're not doing that, and by the time they're 13, 14, you have no control over your children. So if you start, matter of fact, I have a really cute little thing in the cookbook where I do say start your children young. And be careful, of course. You don't want to, you know, you can teach them to rip the lettuce, but you don't want to have any knives around. Right. You know, you want to be careful. But in one place, I have setting a table. And the reason I have setting a table is because my parents really insisted on a nice table and today I have not met one person that knows how to set a table who works for me so they you know I've been able to teach them I also have it where I have a little picture of where it was my uh, older daughter and my husband at the kitchen sink and she's only about two years old in this picture so I really say encourage your ch children to help set the table use paper plates if you don't want them yeah, to hurt your china you know, I mean, it's really not about um, kind of yourself at that point as a mother, like worried about your china or if anything breaks. It's better to have things that could break or are plastic or are right. paper just so that a kid can be involved. You yeah. know, so that's another little thing that's in the cookbook that I think is cute. And I feel like it's another way to empower our kids. Yes. From a young age. Yep. Exactly. And by the way, that is a word that I had written down to empower, to encourage, to, you know, give them self-confidence. I mean, if a child is sitting with you helping to make a salad and then you all sit down and you and the other person says, "Oh, isn't this delicious?" The children love it. It's like, you know, just it can't it can't be better than, you know, making hamburgers or something, you know, or meatballs, letting them, you know, play with it. It's all about working with your hands. But if we don't continue to keep to start our children young, then we're contributing to a society of um, too much I'm trying to think of the word, I'm so sorry. Well, you said like disconnecting and not talking. Yeah, but also too much affluence. Okay. Oh. I mean it's one thing to be affluent. But your children really don't care that you're affluent. No. They care about it later when they're going off to college. But when you're young, they want to be out front on the bicycles. They want mom and dad time. They, they don't even need nice things. No. What they do need is love. Yes. And that's why you are teaching people to just sit down and love. Yes. Forget about the material aspects. Yeah, I think so. Food is food. Food is wonderful also. The pots and pans, they're the best play toys for a child ever. Oh yeah, so fun. <laughs> they can't banging. break, they're bangy, they're musical, you know, it's like my mother and father-in-law, 
may they rest in peace, and they both almost died at the age of 100. Mm -hmm. So they were very healthy, wonderful people. And um, they used to kid around and say, don't buy them presents, give them the pots and yeah, pans. Yes. It was so cute. So we're going to have to do a tutoring session after this or something, because I'm <laughs> okay. thinking, so I do have a four-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> Oh, okay, boy, okay. And we've been encouraging Noah to, whether it's we're out at a restaurant for uh -huh. lunch or dinner or we're at our house, to really engage in conversation. And he's four-and-a-half almost. Yeah. And he can do it for a good amount of time, but then mm -hmm. he'll be like, can you read me a book? Which is really sweet, because that's still learning, yeah, you know? Very. Not like, can I do this video game? Well, right. He does that also. Right. Um, but... I, I love your message because in this world, especially with the young kids, that if you let them be on their devices all the time, then they're not connecting. And, and we it's our responsibility to yes. teach them how to have a conversation, it right? It is. It's your, your, that's your mothering. You know, you have to do that. You know, the other thing is, is just um, the crayons that we used to take out to dinner, you know, that they would sit in and, uh, you right. know, color a little book or something, you know, and you and your husband are sitting there going, oh, isn't that the cutest bear? <laughs> or isn't that this? You know, children need that. Yes. And uh, I think that, again, it makes them confident. And then when they're confident and you can talk to them, then consequently, I think that your relationship, which is what you are so good at, will only be better. Gets bonded, more bonded. You know, I hate to bring up a person, but she was a very dear friend to me, and uh, it was Nicole Simpson. And Nicole Brown used to say, I was one of the only mothers that talked to her ch children. So when Alex was a little girl and we all had children, I used to sit and really, like, talk to her. Sure, I'd get mad at her, you know, but if I was upset, you know, that would be fast. And then I would sit down and explain to her why you can't do that. You know, why you can't run across that street. You know, you've got you've to parent. Like, well, I love that you're bringing this up, and now we're kind of getting into a different conversation, <laughs> right. but an important conversation, yeah. why not just go there, that that it doesn't even need to be your parent, but I think it's just important in life that if there's at least one, and I've done, I studied this years ago when yeah. I was studying social work, if you have at least one caretaker huh. that truly loves you unconditionally, no, it doesn't matter what else, what other kind of people were absent in your life, mm -hmm. let's say then you will be set up for a life of success. So I love that you could be that person. Well, you know, the other thing is, now you just opened something that I okay, really, keep going really want to share with. And that is part of the, I keep my, this, <laughs> I have to grab this. You no, know, this anyway, is good because we're talking about your book. Is that there are recipes in this There's cookbook. a heart on the back. Oh the yeah, way. here's the heart. And there, it also says recipes and inspiration for nurturing a happy, healthy home. Um, that's my wish for all of you, you know. But what is great is that because I was a working mom, I did have housekeepers, okay? And I, I was a clothing designer, but I, was the, I owned the company with my husband. And because of that, I also was able to come home earlier because, you know, I didn't have those long hours that, you know, that I had to be there at 8.30 and I couldn't leave until 7 o'clock, you know. And my housekeeper would start to the meals. There are, there are recipes in here for chicken adobo. We had a Filipino housekeeper that was the best cook. And uh, she taught me how to do this meal. Mm. It's the most simple, wonderful, healthy chicken. And then what I did is I had her put in carrots and potatoes and, and I think zucchini, so I made it healthier. And um, not only that, but there's um, 
Anyway, the other thing is, is that I made this spiral like this. Why? Because every one of the cookbooks that I had that were bound in a traditional binding, I'm gonna show you something, broke. So see this? I brought this because it's a great visual this aid. is practically oh everyone's cookbook that they have. So my cookbook, brilliant, you know, very smart. You, ha I mean, I'm a designer, so my cookbook, and I'm a product development person. So you have this spiral notebook, even though it might look less expensive. This was more expensive to make, and so what you can do, and a lot of the feedback I'm getting is, say, here is the. Um, the boneless chicken breast with artichokes. So it's kind of like a chicken piccata with artichokes. You know, you, you give it to your housekeeper or your mother or anyone that's helping you with your children. So you're doing your cooking show or your, I'm sorry, your relationship show. And now all you can, you can leave the house at, you know, 2.30, set up the housekeeper with this, tell her you're gonna be home at a certain time and I dinner will it. be ready, hopefully. <laughs> but it really That'd has be helped. amazing. Yeah. And I do love artichokes, so I'm going to definitely check oh, out yeah. that recipe. This one is a chicken with artichokes, and it's really very healthy. Um, one of the encouraging things that I do want to do also, and maybe someday I could even start a charity for some of the public schools, I'd love to get home economics back in the school. Yes. That was one of her one of your bullets, mm -hmm. and I and I read in your in the first few pages of your book mm -hmm. about how it just reminded me of me when I discovered psychology. Like, right. I feel like, and it was around the same time. So tell them, can you tell them the story about this experience when you really discovered this passion? Yeah, you know, we were kids in uh, public school in Arcadia, California, and um, they had a, a class called Home Economics. Well, the first, I don't know, quarter, whenever you had it, you were able, you had it, I think, in seventh grade. Now, what was so good about seventh grade is that you're already starting to really go a little crazy with boys and a little bit this. Little. And, yeah, you know, and there are different, the different uh, ideas that are coming out from some of the girls. And this Home Economics, they taught you sewing. They taught you to cook. They taught you to make a bed. They taught you to be a homemaker okay now that was very um not it wasn't very respected to be a homemaker in the late 60s 70s and 80s and quite frankly that's another thing i wouldn't even mind bringing back it's very respectable to be a good homemaker if you Absolutely. aren't if you don't take care of your home your best investment you know then you're losing that as well. So anyway, the home economic thing taught me a lot of different um, great uh, tools to use. And one of them is the cooking. And you'll see even a carrot recipe in here with carrots with, uh, with uh, caramelized onions. I swear, I actually learned that in seventh grade. Wow. <laughs> I know. The staple. And, and I made it for Passover last year. And people who had never had it were like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> so. I'm not the biggest cooker in the world, <laughs> baker cooker, Yeah. but I did discover a recipe years ago, you probably know this. Uh -huh. If you ever have somebody who doesn't like Brussels sprouts, uh -huh. it's Brussels sprouts, Most people. onions, <laughs> brown sugar, and maybe and then maybe broccoli or something. Uh -huh. And you cook it, you put it together, and it make it kind of soft so you don't even taste the, the Brussels sprouts, right. and it's delicious. Oh. oh, and um, sweet potatoes or yams. Yeah. So you mix it all together, mm -hmm. and then the person who doesn't like Brussels sprouts 
You don't even, even tell them it's <laughs> yeah, yes. My <laughs> husband's funny. like, "Can you please make that again? It's so good. Oh, good. It tastes like candy." Yeah, no, I think that's terrific. I uh, do actually in during my childhood, everyone hated Brussels sprouts, but that's a vegetable that whatever they did, they ended up making it so much better. And now you have the little ones, and you can grill them, and you can you know you can oven roast them, and we do it with you know actually we're kind of very much into olive oil and and garlic and a little more of that uh, savory taste. Yes, and me so too. It's good. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because I do like that thing that I make with the Brussels mm-hmm. sprouts, but I also need some kind of like salted vegetable oh, yeah. or, or potato or something as well. Yeah. Can't do too much. Well, well, you know what? In this cookbook, there are really some good vegetables. I want to say my mother was amazing. I come from six children. Okay. My mom had, I mean, I have five siblings. Unfortunately, we did lose one, but um, right. five of us, you know, we all are cooks and um uh, anyway, my mother never gave us a canned vegetable other than corn, okay? Wow. Now, that's pretty amazing, being yes. born in Minnesota, coming, moving out to Southern California. She always had fresh vegetables, so we were really lucky. So you have a lot of vegetable recipes in my um, cookbook. Uh, one that I love is... Um, broccoli and then you just steam it very easily and put some uh, slivered almonds on it Mm. and just a touch of butter you know um, the other potato I love potatoes even though currently they're supposedly politically incorrect or they're not good for certain diets. They're not paleo or they are paleo? I have no idea but anyway I'm very old school but we love potatoes and there's a recipe in here that I adore which is potato roasted potatoes cauliflower and scallions, mm. and it's just delicious. Uh, um, and then there's another one with um, uh, potatoes and string beans and fennel. So a lot of different, I was always a healthy cook, I will say, I'm not a crazy cook <laughs> as far as I really am a balanced cook and I'm kind of old school, so I don't follow all the new things in, um, in the nutritional world but you can customize a lot of my recipes if you're vegan or if you're i mean yeah, not absolutely. not not um there's one that doesn't eat meat at all so you obviously have a lot of chicken in here so i know you wanted to show the viewers how beautiful this packaging is would you oh. like to read what it says in the inside of the box why thank you jamie anyway when you buy the cookbook which you can buy on amazon or i have my own website called ginger's family style cookbook and um, either or it all comes to my to me and my and my girls anyway so you get this cute box and it says from my family to yours relax enjoy love and prosper and then thank you and from my website so I want it to be so kind of gifty, and then I wanted you to just have a really loving feeling when you got my cookbook. I love it. And that brings me into, I know that you, I think it's like right at the beginning, what? you say that love is an action. Yes. So can you tell our viewers, what, what does that mean to you, and why did you feel compelled to write that? Because if you don't take the right actions to show a person that you care, that you um, are respectful, you're considerate, um, then you're not really showing your love. So love is an action by doing all of those things. Uh, Cooking is an action. 
you know, but cooking starts out on Sunday morning when I'm writing out my weekly menu, <laughs> which... Yes, and I know again, you recommend that. I was going to say... You She's can, very organized. I know. That's the other thing. You're going to like my organization. So you can download this for free, and it's my weekly dinner menu. So this weekly dinner menu, I plan out Sunday through Thursday what we're going to have. Can you give me a challenge so I can stay accountable? Right. Come on, give <laughs> them. But we'll go slow. Maybe okay. I could plan out like three nights a week. Three is perfect. Yeah. So this is, but this is also good for people watching. Like, yeah. You don't have to start two nights a from week from zero to a hundred. Right. Because yeah, then then we would all feel very proud of ourselves. Yes. For people that aren't necessarily doing this. Yeah. I totally, I'm like a last-minute planner or something. I love that, you know, but but on Sunday, if you have the chance, or, you know, whatever day you go to the market, you know, maybe it's Monday, maybe it's Thursday. Maybe it's Sunday. Yeah, but on Sundays, you know, we go to the farmer's market. Um, again, we have a grocery list in the cookbook, and it actually says farmer's market, Whole Foods, where else, of course, and then your favorite grocery store. And we don't maybe do all of them on Sunday, but we do go to the farmer's market, Again, love is an action. So your action here is you're taking your children on a Sunday morning to farmer's market. Now, whatever age they are, our children loved to taste the apples that were cut up, the berries that were sampled, mm -hmm. the you know, the mandarin oranges, whatever it should be, it was such a fun, fun. tasting time. There's so many strollers at the Brentwood Farmer's Market, you cannot believe it. But it's a wonderful way to teach your children first about the produce, the names of them. You know, and when they're really young, you know, how do you spell apple? A-P-P-L-E, you mm -hmm. know? So Always that's, learning. That's Always loving. Exactly. And so um, we start at Farmer's Market. We go then to another market, you know, where you maybe buy your fish or your chicken. Um, I do, for, if I'm on Sunday and I'm buying salmon or something, I actually do buy my salmon at Whole Foods. I think it's the best salmon ever. It always comes out great. Pretty good, yeah. It really is. Yeah. And you know what? You can, you can freeze it for two days. I cut it in certain sizes and I freeze it separately so that I don't have a big piece that if only two of us are eating, that that whole thing goes to waste. So... I'm real organized on my freezing. And when you freeze it, you have it on Tuesday. So you don't have to run to the market. So if you're mm, running right. home and you, um, you know, that extra time to stop in the market is just like an hour, 45 minutes that's, you know, running into people or, or you know, having to wait for the parking lot or, you right. know, whatever. Very time it is. consuming. It is time consuming. So that's why I say love is an action, doing all of these things. Okay, so I want to get to ask you some questions about you and your husband's okay. marriage. But I know you love talking about how you have meditations in your cookbook oh. and the purpose of them. So would you like to tell <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Boy, there's a lot in this cookbook, right? It's kind of like I'm a life coach. <laughs> okay, so the last portion of this cookbook is meditations. All right? So um, I have have uh, taken kundalini yoga for the last 20 years okay when i was i'm going to cry when i was okay. about uh, 48 we went through a very difficult time of our life okay our clothing business was you know you could see that was going south but it wasn't that our clothing business was really solid most of the time the whole industry was going south you had compliance charges from you know large retailers then there was a lawsuit that was involved with some somebody in our home and or not in our home but 
whatever. I won't go into it. But so we had a lot of adversity, and then quite at, right after that, you had 911, when everyone financially, you know, had so many problems, just as we are today with the stock market falling and this and that. So it was my first time going through those problems, and um, someone brought me to Kundalini Yoga. And because of that, I really have the best tools, the best meditation. I do go on um, Mondays, Thursdays. I've increased my spiritual practice. I do have a, a teacher named Tej Kerr Kalsa. Um, she's wonderful. And um, so my point of the meditations is when you're raising a family, when you have a career, when you were trying to have it all in your life with your husband and yourself and your kids, you need some meditations to get you through. Okay? We need to take care of ourselves also. Exactly. Good massage once every couple of weeks. So one of the massages is the addiction meditation. The reason for that is to get rid of addictions. We are all addicted to something. You can be addicted to sugar. You can be addicted to Diet Cokes, which you do not want to drink. Um, you can be addicted to many things. And this addiction meditation helps you get rid of anything that no longer serves you. Okay, so that's the first. The next one, though, is the anger meditation. The anger meditation is the best thing ever. I actually do it practically every day. And the reason is we all have anger from the universe. We have anger from past lives. We have anger from our parents, the DNA. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever it is, driving down the street, your anger comes up. So this anger meditation helps you not get angry when something arises. It gets it out of your system, and that's what meditation does. It sets you up so that you get that during the meditation so that when it comes up in real life, you're calmer. Mm -hmm. The last one, and everyone will love this, is the prosperity meditation, okay? Why? Because everyone needs money. We all need... Abundance. Yes, we need prosperity, abundance, we need success, and because of that... I remember paying our real estate taxes, you know, paying for the kids' tuition, how are we going to afford this, you know, what vacation do we want to go at, can we really stay at that hotel, what rewards do we have, you know, it's, it's part of life. And I don't want it to hurt your life. So these particular meditations will help mothers and fathers or, uh, you know, partners or whatever your relationship is it'll just help you navigate your life a little easier i, I love think. it i feel like this book has everything you need <laughs> in <know>. life <laughs> in the kitchen <laughs> and in life i mean you take this book everywhere with you right i There's should have named it kitchen bedroom so much <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to get into the positions in the bedroom that she has oh, a whole no. list of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> in the book that's funny Jamie. or bring food into the bedroom uh, okay so next next topic yes. is may I have some water? Of course you can, because you're going to need Thank to. Thank you, my dear. They need to hear the beautiful words that are coming out of your mouth. Oh. Okay. So I know from the first time we spoke, I'm not going to quote you exactly, mm -hmm. but you pretty much said that you have a very passionate relationship with your husband still after mm -hmm. 20, 30, how many years? 30. Well, we've been married 37, going on 38 years. 
Amazing. Yeah, we've been together 40. And I didn't ask her about, <laughs> well, do you have passion in your relationship? You know, I was just, I don't even know how it came up. And she made that statement, and I was like, this is so refreshing. This is yeah. so unique. It's so great to hear. So, and you don't need to talk about necessarily the passion part yeah, if you want to. <laughs> I won't. And it's probably not even just sex. I, I think that passion in a relationship, right. can you, you can just be passionate about the person because totally. you adore them so much. Yes. So can you just tell us, um, and one day we'll have your husband come on the show and we can do a whole show on, on you guys. Um, what do you think it is about your relationship that makes it long-lasting and work? Well, I think Why do you love him? How did you know you were in love? Well, how did I know I was in love? I don't know. It was... We actually were friends. I mean, he met me when I was very young. I met, he met me at 19 years old, and uh, he was 10 years older than me, and I would not go out with him. <laughs> we met in the fashion industry. And the reason I wouldn't go out with him, he was, he was older than me, and he was from New York. I was from here. He just had a whole other uh, lifestyle than I did. And actually, at a very young age, I made a very good decision because we always laughed that we definitely would not have stayed together if we'd gotten married at that time. Yeah, and then later... You were friends for a long time. Yeah, we were friends in the fashion industry. He was a very, um, he was a great salesman. He was the vice president of various companies. Then he had his own company in New York, and I had my companies here. I started out, you know, as a buyer for con a chain called Contempo Casuals. I'm not I know it. Sure. Oh, you do know it. Okay. And then... They we, had it in the mall in Chicago. Oh, did they? Yeah. And then I started a company called... Um, a unique buying office with another girl that we were only, I mean, I was 23 years old. And we actually, speaking of Chicago, we actually felt very strongly that our fashion in California was much more saleable, balanced, and better selling than things that you would purchase in New York. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, we kind of proved that point and we were able to get Casual Corner as one of our largest accounts at the time. They had 800 stores. We also um, had 579 Chicago and we used to have oh, to go wow. there and Paul Harris. Do you remember that yes, chain of stores? Yes. And Evans in Chicago. So her name was Cindy Dugan. Her name is Cindy Dugan. And we um, went around the California Merchandise Mart and we found all of these contemporary junior clothing um, companies that we uh, sold and we endorsed to our retailers. Mm. So with that, Peter was part of that world. And that's when years later we ended up um, getting together. And I was about 29. He was that much older. And really, we just were madly in love. We knew each other. We knew who we liked each other. We all both had grown in our own selves, you know. Um, he did not have the crazy, you know, New York lifestyle as much, and um, I, whatever. So we fell in love, we got married, we're very respectful and trustworthy. And I think that the trustworthy part is what really, really has been the cement in our relationship, mm. you know. And yes, do we think each other are great and hot and sexy? And I really do believe that it's important that you have a relationship with your husband or wife or partner, you know, whatever it is today, that you have a good sex life. You know, I think that's important. Do you guys go on a lot of date nights? And have you always gone on a lot of date nights? Yes. 
I feel like if everybody could do that, and I know yeah. most people have excuses and, and real excuses of why they can't, whether it's a babysitter or it's just going out for dinner costs mm-hmm. money or whatever it is, and you mm-hmm. can always cook dinner at home. But there is something about getting out of the house and going somewhere on dates that, like, I knew I grew up with my parents. They went on at least two date nights a they week. Nice. They went on their vacations. And, and I realized that that's unique, and, and you guys are unique, but it's not impossible. No. And that really is what connects you guys, Very right? important. As a matter of fact, ours was even better. We had an apartment in New York, and we were in the fashion business, so our apartment in New York was our little pet terre <laughs> So the kids would be actually here, and then my husband used to have to go once a month to sell a collection, but I would go about it once every two months, so we would be alone for like, you know, four days in New York working. That's so great. But working in New York made me feel sexier, you know, as a mother and made him, you know, respect me more because I'm now in the work world, which I, of course, am at home, but at home, maybe I'm also sitting with a diaper on my shoulder, you know, so I just think messy hair, no makeup. But you know what? Again, love is an action. I wouldn't probably not let my husband see me certain ways. I really think that that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that's kind of old school. But, you know, really today, some of the new school, I think, is teaching you incorrectly. <laughs> tell, uh, tell us more. Well, I don't know where I want to start, but, you know, everybody being so uh, natural and just thinking it's okay to, like, let your hair go gray. You know, you can criticize me for it if you want, or you can heed my advice and say, hey, make yourself look gorgeous and keep yourself looking good, work out, because then you're gonna feel better, you're gonna be more confident, try not to, you know, eat too much. You know, there are, these are things that we were taught as kids, you know. My mother, you know, she loved her second husband. No, <laughs> you know, I mean, I just think that these are important issues. Yeah, and, and it's not even a materialistic or an aesthetic no, thing. No, it's not vanity. It's actually when you when you work out and you eat healthy, that's respecting yourself, and it's attractive to whoever you're with to want to be with somebody who respects themselves. Absolutely. Just the same way, like you, if, if you're taking care of yourself, then you want your husband to take, to take care, care of himself. himself. Right. Because you under then they both understand the equal attraction. Right. And I love talking about attraction because it's a real thing. I just watched this show, Love is Blind. Oh yeah. Have you heard of it? I think so. And it's just this experiment where people they talk for like a few days and then they oh, get I just heard about it. Yes, they get yes. engaged without seeing each other. Oh my god. And out of however many couples got to that point of engagement, maybe like six um, two ended up getting married. Now we don't know what's going to happen if right. they're going to stay together. But um, it was really, really interesting to, to watch, to see, because this one girl was really struggling with, she really liked this guy. They connected before they actually met. Right. And the whole show, she's struggling. I mean, she couldn't even kiss him at the beginning. Finally, mm. they kissed, they had sex. They ended up not getting married because she honored herself. Mm-hmm. But it really, I mean, yeah, we 
attraction is very important. It's very important. And it's not a bad thing to want to be attracted to the person that you're with. Absolutely. See, that's the other thing about new new school. They have made you feel guilty for things of that right. nature. And right. don't feel guilty. The other thing that's so cute is my husband always says, and I agree completely, um, he always says, happy life, happy wife, or happy wife, happy life, yes. which is a great saying, but it kind of started even before when I used to say, take care, take care of the mom and the whole family prospers. You know, a mother has to take care of herself. And once we have the energy, then I think that I really understood that concept. And once I had the energy, I could go home to my family, I could cook up a storm, I could put the dinner ta- dinner on, and I could, you know, get them washed and, you know, do homework, into bed. But I stopped at the gym at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, worked out, you know, yeah. rested, and then I came home. So... It helped. I feel like you're a, you're a very good example because people <laughs> do say you can't have it all. And I feel like you really do. Like, I feel like there's someone, someone who I know who she says to me that you, someone who's older, uh-huh. who has said, because maybe it didn't work for her, but she said, you can't be good at everything. Like, you can't be a good mom if you're going to have a successful career. You can't be a good wife. And I'm under the same school of thought is you that I believe you can you can yeah okay why not we're superwoman well okay but Jamie this is what I say and it's very I've got to put on my glasses here now everyone and that is I honestly say that you can't have it all all the time you can have it all through your life but at certain times of your life, you are going to have to choose which to emphasize, okay? You could have your career while you're young and, and you know make it better, but when you make the decision to have your children, you're going to have to modify that a little bit. And that's when you're going to really have to depend on your partner, which is your husband or your you know significant other, whatever it is. And honestly, another reason I love my husband so much, and I think he loves me so much, is that we could depend on each other. You know, he made sure that he was bringing home, or that he was t- taking care of our financial world. You know, while I was doing this, yes, I was designing, yes, I owned half of it, you know, all of that, but that didn't matter at the time. He made it so that I didn't have to be there 24-7. So, right. very and good advice. if you are a mom who is traveling 24-7, oh, yeah. then obviously you're not going to be able to be there for your children. Right. Being but I feel like you can be successful in your own right in whatever you're doing in your job and at the same time be present. And when you are with your children, mm-hmm. actually be there. Because exactly. if you're stressed out about work and you're thinking about work all the time and you're not really there, they can pick up on it. You're not connected to your children. Right. Another reason to make sure you do two meals at home and that the cell phones are off, including the mother and fathers, and that everyone is connecting to their family you know yeah and that's empowering and you know what seriously everyone you will get it back in the long run I mean 
I guess we might we must have done something right because both of our daughters are doing very well in life. Have we had our struggles? Of course we have. I'm not trying to you know paint a Pollyanna story here. I'm trying to give you tools to hopefully cr help create communities that will end up with wonderful children, good families, not a lot of divorces, and um, us living better lives. So. You should think about being like a public speaker. I know you're just, you're, you can go on your <laughs> book tour. <laughs> but you're, you're a really good example of how, how you can make it work. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're you know, it's, it feels very good to um, have accomplished this. And uh, as, as trite as it may be, it is a cookbook, it's still a form of being a role model. And um, I think at this stage, I mean, I am 68 years old. And so consequently, she looks like she's 20. Like she, <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm sitting right next to her. <laughs> you know what, though? I really, uh, I don't know. I guess it's those good jeans. Yeah. Or and maybe it was those tight jeans when I was in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's taking care of yourself. It's everything yes. we're talking about. Yes. It's love. These things keep us alive and keep us looking young yeah. and bright. Yeah. And because I did pretty much eat home, uh, my husband and I always laugh between Sunday and Thursday. Um, really it kept our weight in line so I don't use a lot of salt and if I do use salt I I love salt yeah, I'm a salt person I, I mean I could chips are my favorite thing popcorn right uh, okay uh, but anyway salt um, if you use just normal sea salt or not sea salt but normal salt it really isn't good for you as a matter of fact obviously it's not in my cookbook but it is actually the biggest cause of lactic acid and breaking women's and men's bones because what happens is that salt made by Morton's um, you know it has chemicals right. and you can't break it down in your in your system. But what about Himalayan sea salt? Well, that's what I was going to say. You have to have either Himalayan sea salt or Mediterranean okay. sea salt. So I've always given my family sea salt because that is naturally um, cured. It's not like iodized or something? It isn't iodized, but maybe some of the sea salts are. But if you need a lot of iodine also, you can eat a lot of radishes or things like that. Take iodine drops. You could. Yep. Yeah. And I think there's iodine in my multivitamin. But... Um, the sea, salt, the sea salt has been just wonderful. So we don't use a lot of salt in our cooking. I actually do use butter or ghee. Mm. And I never use margarine rose, a lot of chemicals. I also use very little um, of those you know, ingredients. Plus, I use a little olive oil, but we've switched also to avocado oil and we've been using that exactly it's the best so good for you and you know the only thing is it's very good for chicken but it's really not good for crisping something so like if you want to do a stir fry you don't use that but for chicken avocado oil is the best that i found um and olive oil the only reason you don't really want to cook with that is because you can't heat it up too much right. because if you do it becomes carcinogenic so you yeah. want to use olive oil more for salads and just a little of it maybe in your canola oil and even though they say don't use canola oil it's the best oil to use I think today to at least crisp up your your uh, food mm. okay little tools well you'll have to come back with your hubs and there's obviously sure always love to. so much more to talk about anyway <laughs> Um, so can you tell our audience once again how they can purchase one of these books, how they can talk to you, find you, your website? Everything. Sweet. Well, what is, would be nice is to, you know, help 
build a community that we can help empower each other. So you can always get me on Instagram under Ginger Bort, and uh, that's B-O-R-T, and plus the uh, website I mentioned, which is Ginger's Family Style Cookbook, and that is my website. And then actually, if you go and you search it on Amazon now, my cookbook is there, and that was a two-month challenge. That is so exciting. Oh, my God. Give really me that. Yeah, that was a big deal. Wow. So it's been very nice, and, you know, of course, if you do get one, buy a book, I'd love it once you make a recipe or, or you receive it. If you're happy with it, please write a review because that's how things multiply in the Amazon world. And when I post the, descri- the show, when it's uh-huh. going to be up on the LA Talk Radio website and my website, TheRelationshipExpert.com, I will put the links in there well, so that people you. can buy your books. So very much. You know, Jamie, you're adorable. It's thank so you. nice that you're bringing this um, relationship uh, information to everybody because, you know, relationships are the greatest things you'll ever have in your life. Yes. And um, I don't think you have to have a lot of relationships, but you have to have good ones. Quality over quantity. Yep. And your family will probably be your closest relationship and uh, let's let's make those husbands and wives and significant others um, really an important part of our life let's not let them irritate us too much and criticize and everything you know let's uplift each other a little bit more life is a little too challenging today and I think we need each other and I just want to end on so Ginger says love is an action I say love is why we live beautiful so, namaste. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks and for coming on the, the show. In the Kundalini world, we say Satnam. And Satnam, <laughs> Satnam, and Thank namaste. You. Have a wonderful evening Thank and you. have a wonderful evening out there. And Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Love Talk Live. We'll see you next week. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.